Hey, good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Life and Torah of Our Leaders. Tuesdays, live with First Seder Bis Medrash, firstseder.org. Special welcome to our Torah anytime viewers and listeners. Bez Hashem be joining the Shir. <clears throat> this series has been sponsored by Rebit Saflis, Bottom Line Marketing Group, Schus for his family, and for the listeners and for Gans Kla Yisrael. Okay, we are continuing from last week. Last week we talked about the Mari Beirav, Rabbi Yaakov Beirav, and he was famously known for his attempt to reinstate Smicha in Klai Yisrael, as we spoke about last week. And this week we are going to talk about his Bar Plukta, the one who argued with him. We mentioned it last week, the Marabach, Rabbi Levi Ibn Chaviv, as we'll see. Sometimes he's known as Maral Nach. Sometimes with a base, sometimes with a nun. The reason being, as you all well know, that base with the Sfardim doesn't mean Ben. It's really Ibn from the family of, and many times it was written just as a nun sofis. There was no Aleph or Ben, just a nun sofis with a apostrophe, a shaykhel, and that stand, stood for Ibn. So therefore, sometimes he's referred to as the Maharabach, Marein Rav Levi Ibn Chaviv, and sometimes is Maral Nach, Marein Rav Levi, also the Nun is Ibn Chaviv. So we are going to talk about his life today um, and what he taught us. Now his father, I don't know, I think we mentioned it last week, his father was Rabbi Yaakov Ibn Chaviv, well known as the author of the Sefer Ein Yaakov. Ein Yaakov, we're going to Be'ez Hashem have a shir about him as well. And the Sefer Ein Yaakov, a famous Sefer, which has all the Agadis of the Gemara put together with the Perushim of Rabbi Yaakov Ibn Chaviv. Now Rabbi Yaakov Ibn, Ibn Chaviv, the father of Rabbi Levi, was from the city of Samora or Zamora. Zamora is northwest Spain, near the border of Portugal. And in the first Tshuva, in Tshuva's Marabach, Simen Aleph, is a Tshuva, was a Shaila in Hilchas uh, Safros about a mem that's supposed to be what we call an open mem, a regular mem, and someone got closed up into a mem sofis, how you fix that in Hilchasafris, how you fix that in Tefillin. And there's a tshuva there from Rabbi Yaakov, the father, from Rabbi Levi, from his son, the Marabach, and from another gadol, Rabbi Avram Tzorfati. And Rabbi Yaakov writes over there, This exact question came in the first, in the few beginning days, when I was in the city of Samura of Zamora. The Beis Yosef actually in Simon Lamed Beis, in Ochus Tefillin, by the Surah Saisius over there, by the Alachas of Safros, Sif Yurches, he brings, and this is the Psak of the Gedayli Hadar, Mari Ibn Chaviv, Rabbi Yaakov Ibn Chaviv, Umari Levi Benai, Amarena Rav Levi, Amarena Levi Benai, that's the Marbach. It would seem that Rabbi Levi um, was born there in Zamora. We don't know exactly what year, but as we do know that at the time of the Spanish expulsion of 1492, he was still young. Like he writes in Simon Kufchav Beis, there's a Shaila if Friday night we know after Vayichula we say what's called Birchas Me'ein Sheva, which is a small shortened bracha 
of sort of like Shman Esrei. Me'ain Sheva means it has a Me'ain of all seven brachas of Shman Esrei of Friday night. And the question is, if you're not in a Shul, if you're in a base Chasanim, you're in a temporary minion where there's a because it's a Sheva brachas or, or a base Avel, do you say it or not? And um, that's the Shiloh. And he writes, Our custom, those who were expelled from Spain, he says, I don't know what it is. Unfortunately, because of our Averis, we were expelled, and I was Bikatnusi, I was a young child. However, the elders of amongst them, the one bigger than all of his generation, he paskined, um, not to say it, and that's how it's in Shulchan Aruch, Reish Samaches, Sif Yud, that in a base of the base Chasanim, we didn't. It's not said um, the Birchas Main Sheva. What exactly the Allah Lemaisa of those of that uh, Shaila? You can look in the Mishabura over there. Now in Simen Kuf Gimel, in a letter to the Mabit about a get, the Mari Rav was um, said was kosher, and the Malbach said was puzzle. So he wrote a very strong letter to the Mabit about it. And he writes, he says, Ein there's no greater foolishness. V'yitzvay, so I see you're trying to, so to speak, chap me, to say I made a mistake in the darchi ha-mikra, in the ways of the ways of writing psukim and writing letters, that is, that the children even know how to do this. V'taydel he says, thank you to Hashem, b'yoysi ben chamei shanim l'mikri adatim. When I was five years old, I already knew all of these rules. So he's already um, inferring that as a young child, um, he was well-versed. Now after the expulsion of 1492, it appears that they went to Portugal. And they were there until the expulsion from Portugal in 1498, like we mentioned last week. Now if you go through that history over there in Portugal, the P- Portugal, what happened was that they, um, they made a trick on the Jews over there and they told them to come to a certain place. I remember all the details and told them that there's going to be boats there for them to leave. And instead, they were all gathered in this place and they baptized them there. They threw their holy waters on them. And they have a jerusha from a pasuk, as I'm saying tongue-in-cheek, that atem afilu mezidim, afilu mutayim, afilu anusim, that no matter how the water of this baptism comes on a person, even if it's a mistake, even if he's forced, even if it's uh, whatever it is, it works. So in their minds, this was their way of forced baptism, was they got them all there under uh, some pretense, and they threw the water over them. And this is what we mentioned last week from the Kuntras Hasmicha, <coughs> where uh, he defended himself, that he says, Sha'afim shinu shemi bishas hashmad, even if my name was changed, bishas hashmad, ani lo shinisi. If you remember, we said last week that the, the, um, the Maribe Rav told, said, my name was Rebbe from the beginning and it never changed. And he said, if you're trying to be Miramis, that unfortunately I was in this forced baptism and my name might have been changed, I never changed my name. Um, and if I wasn't Zaycha to be Mekadish, sanctify the name of Hashem, my heart is, is trembling from the anger of Hashem. Even though I was not one who would receive punishments in the Bezdin of Hashem at all. Now we know um, a Bar Einshim, someone of age of punishment in Bezdin Shalmaila, uh, is the age of 20. So does he mean he was under the age of 20 here? Does he mean he was under the age of 13? He writes, I wasn't about Einshim Beveiz Dinai Klal. Exactly what his age was at that time. It's not 100% clear. 
And he continues and he says, I'm crying day and night. Woe is to me. And I uh, admit my sins. And we said this last week. Just like HaKadosh Baruch Hu was to take me out of that upheaval. Within the year he brought me to this, to the uh, great city. To teach and learn there every day. Until today, is more than 40 years. Hashem should merit that I should be zaychet to be a full, complete Balchuva. So that seems to be what happened over there in Portugal in the 1498. And he says within a year he left Portugal. From there they went to Salonika, Saloniki, Greece. And um, the Kaire Hadiris in his uh, history he writes on Rabbi Yaakov ibn Chaviv and on his son Rablevi, and they were mar- Excuse me, Marbit's Tyra, a lot of Tyra there. They taught a lot of Tyra there. So it seems his father was one of the leaders, or a Shiva, or taught Tyra there in Saloniki, and he as well, as we will see. Um, in Simon Chavtes, he writes a letter to the Chachme Saloniki, and he writes, Kol All my days I grew up amongst the Chachamim, Rabbonin Kshishi, the elder rabbis, Haloyheim, Hachachamim, Ashleimim. These are the Perfect Chachamim Rabboni Saloniki, the Rabbonim of Saloniki. Vitamid Reisim, and I saw there that constantly, Me'anu Lehatis Oznam, Lehoshiv Lebariv Hashayel. They refuse to listen and answer someone who's having a quarrel with someone else and asking a Shailah, until they got the other side and they uh, cross examined him and they, they were Chaker, they asked him questions. Obiprat and specifically Harav Agadobatira, the Rav who was great in Taira, Hasifer Rabba, the great scribe, the Yakira and the precious one, Mar Abazal, my father, Zakhraina Livracha, Yemedaktik Maidbaza was very careful about this. Vigamani Darchi, Shadarchai Shamarti and I keeping his ways, Kihudarach Hashem, this is the way of Hashem. So he clearly writes that he was learned and he grew up and he was affected by the great Rabbonim of Saloniki, including his father. Now in Piskei Marit, Simen Nun Gimel, Rabbi Yosef Titachik, if you remember we mentioned Rabbi Yosef Titachik in the Shir on the Al Kadosh, and then again I think on the Shir on the Mabit, he was in Saloniki, and he writes a letter to someone and he says, this is much later, he says, If you weren't aware of who I am, why didn't you ask the Chacham Rav Levi Ibn Chaviv? We grew up together for more than 25 years. And that was in Salonika. So it would seem that he was at least in Salonika for 25 years. It makes a difference in you figuring out how long he was in different places, what his age was. If he came, he left Portugal in 1498 about, within the year. He was in Salonika at 25 years. Um, till he left Salonika, because that's what he says, or more than 25 years, he says that we grew up together. Now, in about the year, Reish Hay, 15, 15, 15, 16, is when the Ein Yaakov, his father, Rabbi Yaakov, was Nifter. And in Simon Dalit, he writes, If you want to know why I delayed in answering you, because of my sins, my crown was removed from my head, his father was Nifter. 
And in sight, in the end of Simen Lamedvav, he writes, Ela Advarim Asher Dibar Hamar Vanenach. These are the words that the bitter and, and pained one spoke. He says, Why am I bitter and why am I pained? Al Kisar Me Alai. Uh, because the crown of my head was taken. This is my father. But over there he writes, So the first letter, he's saying he was delayed. It sounds like he was like sitting Shiva. He writes. Um, in the second one he says, And even though the year has passed, Every day is like the first moment that I'm missing him. And for sure now, when I have a doubt in a halacha, that in such a situation I would have asked my father, if he was alive. They should spritz on me, sprinkle on me the, the waters of his Torah. He says, but since I don't have him, I'm going to go to the elders of the generation. So, again, <coughs> he's writing how he would consult with his father and how pained he is, he's not able to, but he has his other rabbeim, he's able to ask the question. So this was in the year about 15, 15, 15, 16. A little bit later, again, if you take um, 25 years, 1498, you get to 1523. Sometimes, so this is about seven or eight years after his father was nifter, he left Saloniki and he went to Yerushalayim. Um, it was, again, we're not sure when. It seems for sure it was after the year of uh, 1522. And the reason for that is, um, number one, first of all, we saw this 25-year cheshben. But in Simen Chafei, he writes, The problem is he didn't have dates on his tshuva, so it would have made it easier when he refers to how many years he's there. But he says that it's close to nine years that I'm in, in Yerushalayim. Bavarti derech brutza. He says, and on the way to Yerushalayim, I went through brutza or, or brusa. Sometimes it says, I think it means bursa of Turkey, which would make sense. He went by land. The Karadera says he went from Greece by land to Yerushalayim. He says, and I came to Yerushalayim and I gathered all the Zikanim. And they showed me in the Sefer Hakal, in the, uh, in the, in the records of the, of the community, they brought it to me, and there was a copy of a will there. And it writes there, they copied it word for word, and it was signed, Shvat Hey Reish Pebez, in Reish Pebez. So that's Shvat of 1522. So therefore, if he's reading this, that means it was after 1522 that he was there. And he says, when I, when I, when I uh, gather together in front of the judge, there was a, a judge, or um, Ibn Shushan was the, was the judge, one of the Gedayanim there, and Rabbi Yitzchak. Now Rabbi Yitzchak, they say, means Rabbi Yitzchak Hanagid, Rabbi Yitzchak Shulau. We talked about him in the, in the previous shiurim, um, that he was in uh, Egypt with the Mari Beirav. Now he was Nifter in 1525. So between 1522 and 1525 was when he came to Yerushalayim and this story seemed to have happened, which fits in with our dates. And he says, but I didn't want to get involved. Why? I didn't really plan on staying in Yerushalayim. I was going to Damascus. So he was going back to Damascus, it seems. So he came through Turkey, but then he was going back up to Syria. 
Now in Simon Kuf Pechas, he also writes, Biyasi Lame Bibrusa, I was learning in Brusa, which again seems to be this when he made this stop on the first, at least the first time around, when he came to Yushalayim, he stopped in this place, which I think is Bursa, Turkey. Now the second time he came to Yushalayim, as we'll see, um, could be he went through some other places. It's not clear the first time or the second time. Um, like in Simon Kuchav Dalit, how do we know he came to Shalim twice? Because in Kuchav Dalit, writes, Hayem Karv Shanim It's about five years that I've come to Shalim Azais Hapama Rishon the first time, and it's now three years that I came the second time. So there was a two years in the middle there from the first time to the second time. Now on his way to Shalim, we find him in numerous places. Like in Simon Reish Aleph, he says, I wrote this when I was in Damascus, in Damascus. Now maybe that's when he said the first time that he was leaving Yerushalayim to go live in Damascus. Um, Kisham Nishalti says, I was asked that question. I wrote this in, Dam- in Damascus. That's where I was asked. And he continues, Then I came here to Tzvas. So this is on his, seems to be on his second time around, he's coming from Damascus to Tzvas. And he's recalling, relating that the judge of the city, when he was learning the Rambam, he made a big tumult like his minigiz, whatever the Shiloh was over there, he says very serious. Now it's, he's not clear who this Dayan is, but could be it's the Mari Rav. And if you remember last week we said that there was a story about... Uh, a machlekes between him and the Maribe Rav about bias asamuch leir by bringing a letter on Arab Shabbos has to get to the closest to the house near the wall of the city. And we said this last week. There was a big machlekes that they had with each other. It could be this was the same time period um, as we said last week, which would be in the fourteen twenty twenty uh, again. The Maribe Rav came in Reish Pedal in fifteen twenty four. So it happened to be after around that neighborhood that he uh, this happened. Now in Simon Vav he writes, When I was here in Tzvas, I got up from my sickness. Sounds like he was sick and he was in bed. And the yeshiva was learning this parak Subastav Chavtes. He has Aris there. Um, in, Shim, in Simon Memhei he writes, He says, When I was when I was on my way to Eretz Yisrael, I was here in Aleppo. And I found the smart people here. Who set aside time to learn Torah. They learn every day. In the third parak of Ksubis. And I learned with them. And he has Ha'aris over there on Ksubis. So these are different places that we found find him. Um, in Simonai Gimel he writes. When I came to this land. Avarti Derech Kustanina. He says, I went through Constantinople. Shamati Shayasham Zakinecha. This is interesting because we talked about this last week as well in the Mari Berav in Egypt. He said there was a Zakinechad. Typhus Atzmai Becheskas Chacham. He thinks that he's a Chacham. Shetzarech Loimer Gamani. Remember, there was a Shiloh saying when the Shleach Tiber ends, Kriyashmai says Hashem Lekechem Emes. So this Chacham says you have to say Ani Hashem Lekechem Emes. And I couldn't believe it. He gave a reason. What reason did he give? He says, like those people who they are mispar, they glorify themselves with things that they don't really know or understand. And he said, it's Derek Said, it's Api Kabbalah. And really, as we said last week, the Beis Yosef rings, it's from the Sefer Apliya, which is Kabbalah. But the Maravach writes, Shekal me, um, anyone who... Um, 
who um, from this generation who says something brand new and gives a reason and says that it's Alpit Kabbalah and he doesn't really explain it, we do not listen to him to do any action or to change our custom because we don't, we don't trust him. But again, that's where this was in Constantinople. The original thing Beis brought down last week in the Meri Beirav was in Mitzrayim. Now, um, <clears throat> in Simon Samach Aleph, there was a psak that um, many Rabbonim went against him, and they, it seems they didn't really give him credence. And uh, he says, You know, I'm not like reeds in the in the in the uh, in the in the in the um, in the swamp. He says, I'm not not like a nothing. But then he says interesting thing. He says, I'm not makbid that you didn't really, um, you ignored me. He says, I'm happy. Because I'm getting Yisurim pains in this holy city. He says, because the more that they degrade me, it's better for me. Why? He says it's 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 enough that a servant should be like the holy things of his rabbi, his master. Look here in Yerushalayim, everything is 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 disgraced and degraded, and the hands of terrible, uh, cruel goyim. So he says I shouldn't be any better than that. And he says interesting thing here. He says this is the reason I left the oil atayra, the tent of Taira, Gam oisher. He says I was very rich. Gam kavid hayali, and I had a lot of honor. So here he gives us an insight. In Saloniki, he was rich. He had kavid. Twenty-five years, he was from the gedolim there. It seems he was from one of the people over there, and yet he left all of that. Why to come to Irakaydish? And if over there, this is obviously he left all his honor and all his riches. Why to be here in Irakaydish? So even if he's mevuzav, he's degraded and disgraced. He's okay with that because he's no better than the Irakaydish itself, the holy city of Yerushalayim. Now, from when he came to Yerushalayim, he started signing his letters, Num this is the signature of the young one, Yoshev Yerushalayim, an inhabitant of Yerushalayim, Nena who groans b'shivra mesnaim with broken loins, when he sees the destruction or the destroyed base Hamikdash around him. Now, there were different, when you go through his letters, sometimes he signed it, Yoshev Yerushalayim, an inhabitant. Sometimes he signed, Ish Yerushalayim. And again, Yoshev Yerushalayim. Now, why is that? So, the Maribe Rav, when he was writing against, in the Kunches Asmicha, against the Marbach, so he had tainas on him, he says, oh, look, he calls himself Ish Yerushalayim. Ish is a lotion of a sarva adan, like a chash of a person, a master. He says, just like a woman has a husband, he's called her Ish. Why? Because she has no other existence but her husband. That's what a woman is, in deference to her husband. So he says, the Malbach is writing Ish Yerushalayim as if Yerushalayim doesn't have any existence except for the Malbach. What kind of gaiva is that? So he answers him back and he says, he says, that's not what I meant. Everyone knows what I meant. He says, the reason I'm doing this is because I'm thanking Hashem. I'm thanking Hashem that I'm a person who lives in Yerushalayim. So he says, 
He says, and if you, the Maribe Rav, were really interested in knowing the truth, you would have remembered that when I first came, I signed Yoshev Yerushalayim. You know why I, I signed myself Yoshev Yerushalayim, an inhabitant? Shalei Ekra Toya. Nobody should call me a person who makes a mistake. Why? Shinisi mi I changed from Yoshev to Ish. Why? Kevin Shekvar over Yud Beis The Mishnah tells us, how long does a person have to be in a city and called Ke'anche Ho'ir? A man of that city means this is where he belongs. So, 12 months. So when I first came here, I said, I'm a Yoshev. I just happened to be sitting here. After 12 months, I'm now Anche Yerushalayim. I'm from the people of Yerushalayim. So I don't want anyone to make think I made a mistake. So I changed from Yoshev to Ish to show that I've been here for 12 months. He says, And you, who suspected me as Gaiva, and you judged me for L'Kav Chayva, so, Hashem um, L'Kav Chayva. I'm davening Hashem shouldn't judge you in a negative way. Now, at the end he says, But Mikomakim, I'm going to listen to you. This was like his Anivas. I'm going to listen to the Eitzah Sachachim, to your, uh, your Eitzah. He says, I'm going to change back to Yoshev Yerushalayim. Now, people might think that I made a mistake. I, I, aren't I here for 12 months? Better people should think I made a mistake than to think I'm a Balgaiva. Even if someone who hates me, like you, the Marie Berav, who are Bichaisha, that I'm a Balgaiva, better people th- should think I made a mistake, even though I'm really an issue Shalayim. I'm going to write Yoshev better than they think I'm a Balgaiva. Now, another thing was, the Marie Berav was like, he wrote that he's broken, uh, he's groaning from broken loins. He says, and if you would have been in the story in Ksuvis HaSamech Beis, the guy could have reached you. The Gemara says over there in Misa that a guy was trying to keep up with one of the, the Tamid HaChachamim there, and he couldn't keep up with him, he was walking too fast. So he mentioned the Chorban Abayis, and the Gadol groaned. So the Gemara says he was hoping that because of that, the groaning will have like a physical effect on him. Anacha, Sheveres Chatzi Gufa Shaladam. He says, and he would be able to keep up with him. So this was his joke. The Marie Berav said to him, Oh, you probably, you make it like as if you can't move because you're so upset about the Chorbeis HaMikdash. The guy in that story would have been able to keep up with you. The Gemara says over there, the guy still couldn't keep up with him. So he says to him, he answered him, he says, You're right. He says, Karas Panayantibi, if you would see me, you would see how broken I am. And he says, in this that you made a joke that the guy could have kept up, could have kept up with me in that story, Kush the Kamar, you're saying the truth. Because even the young child of the guy who drags his feet with little steps, he could also keep up with me. That's how broken I feel physically because of the Chorban Abayas. So you're making fun of me, it's really the truth. Now in Simon Lamed Beis, once he came to Yerushalayim, he says, I came to the city and I'm thinking about all the mitzvahs that are um, new in this city. And one thing that came here is Purim that falls out. Purim in Yerushalayim is on the 15th of Adar and it could fall out on Shabbos. But Yadavar Chadashatzi, this was new because in this city is a Mukavas Chaimim in Mais Yeshua Benun. And all the cities that I grew up in, in were not Mukavas Chaimah. So now we have a lot of Sveikas in some of the Dinim of Purim when you do the Sudo, when you say Alanisim, what's with the laning, and so on and so forth. So I had to go into it. And Achar Amasav Amatan, after us, the the Tamid Chachami went through this. This is what Reiv Chachmi Oir Hazais Paskin we should do. What is that? If you look at Mishabur and Hilchus Megillah Tafresh Peches, if Katyin Ches, the Shulchanar says that when Purim and Yushalayim falls out on Shabbos, you make the Suda on Sunday, like the Yushalmi writes. 
But talk to Mishaburov in a Maral Chaviv, Maral Chaviv, that's our Marbach, that's Rev Levi Chaviv. Herich Lechiach, he has a tshuva to prove that the Babli argues on the Yerushalmi, and the Suda should be on Shabbos. Vasa Kain Maiser Yerushalayim, these are all the words of the Mishabura. He did that in Yerushalayim, Vigam Mishlech Manas, which is tied to the Suda, is on Shabbos. And that's how he ends off the tshuva, Mikol Holin, Avadnu Uvna, Beasuda Beshabbos, this is what we decided to do to make the Suda on Shabbos. The Radvaz, the Mishavur brings down, argues on him, and passes like the Shulchan Aruch, that it's on Sunday, and that is the big thing with Purim Mishulish, as we call it. In Sibim Memtes, he writes, Balaisi Ahara, when I came to Yushalayim, he says, it's been 15 years now, I just realized something. He says, I never really paid attention to the Kriyas HaTayra and Cholomai We know on Cholomai we lay in the Karbanas of that day. He says, it's been many years, and many of the Chachmi are here already Nifter, and I never really paid attention, I'm not able to ask them about the Minik. What was the Minik? See, we in Chutzlaretz, we have a Sveika Diyayma. We don't know which day, so to speak, is Yantif. So we lay in all of the, we lay in the Sveika Diyayma. Let's say on the first day of Chalmai, we lay in Shani, Shlishi, Revi, and then go back and lay in Shani and Shlishi for the fourth Aliyah. He says, over here, the Sheikh Tzibur did the same thing. And he says, I, I couldn't understand why. We don't have Sveika Diyayma over here. It's no Suffolk, we know what day it is. And he says, but I tried to stop them from doing it, but the Shliach Tzibur said, this is the Minig. He says, so I thought this is maybe the Minig in all of Eretz Yisrael. But then it happened that the Shliach Tzibur left Yerushalayim, went to Tzvast to live, and then he came back, and he said, in Tzvast they don't do that. In Tzvast they just read over and over and over again that day. So meaning, let's say on the first day of Cholomite, they would read by Yemashani for all four Aliyahs. By Yemashani, by Yemashani, by Yemashani, by Yemashani. And he says, he had a problem with that, um, he says, I can't go through the details of what the why he felt it was strange. He says, so I tried to find out Minig Aza. What's the Minig in Gaza? They told me the Minig, that episode a different Minig. He said, that also had Dvarim Zarim. I didn't understand it. And then he says, I went through it and I saw that the Minig Hayoyser Kasher, the proper Minig is Minig Tzvas, and that's how it's actually Paskin in Shulchan Aruch and Ilchus Sukkis, Tavresh Samagimel Sifalif, that in Eretz Yisrael, they just read over and over, all for Aliyah, the same, Karban Hayoy. So that was based on this minute. In Sibin Kuf Gimel, he talks about what the financial situation in Yerushalayim was. He says, Barash, Ayim Tzosami, the terrible times that they're here. Lechel is They eat over here until they're satiated with bitter, bitter, bitter uh, grapes. And there's so much poverty here. Um, wandering around, looking around for bread and not finding it. So when you contrast that, he said, you know, in, in, in Saloniki, he was rich and he had covet, and here the poverty was terrible. In Kunchas Asmicha, he also talks about Machala He says, the, the food that they eat here is bitter. Someone who is lucky enough to purchase the head of a small animal and its innards, even a little goat for Shabbos or Chagig it's mamish like a, a yontif as he was even if they got this little bit of meat um, at, at certain times. Okay, so that's what the situation in Shalim was. So now, as we know, he was the one who went against the smicha, the Mari Rav, 
as we said last week, they actually sent him smicha because he was the biggest hamachacham there in Yerushalayim. And he, and he, uh, besides all the other things that we said last week, that he had machleiksim with the Marie Rav and Hilchas Gittim and Kedushim. So it's interesting. He writes about the other things. Hayinu ba'avo aza. He says, me and the uh, Marie Rav and myself, we had a very strong love. Even though we argued about a lot of things. But now we don't have that love anymore. Because of the smicha that I did not agree with him. I don't believe it's proper. And because of that, he said about me all types of Lashon and and Sheker. I saw one of the Taldas who mistakenly said, you see, that even after all of their sharpness, they still loved each other in Ava Aza, and he brought this line. But if when you read it carefully, he's saying the opposite. He said, until now, with all our other and we were uh, we were okay, and we still like, we had an Ava Aza. But now, things aren't, aren't so simple. Now, one of the things he writes, the Marbach, is that in the Ksava Smicha, in the actual Smicha on the Maribe Rav, the cipher, as he wrote it, he called him Rav Yaakov instead of Rebbe Yaakov. And the Marabach said, Vitoa cipher, he made a mistake. If you want to give the real smicha, those who have smicha in Eretz Yisrael, Eretz Yisrael, and they live in Eretz Yisrael, Rebbe Mikri, they're called Rebbe like everyone knows. Now he doesn't bring this, but you might remember Rashi and Ksubistaf Mem Gimel Amr Beis. The Gemara says Amr Rab Zera va'Amr Lo Amr Rebbe Zera. So Rashi says over there it depends when he said it. Rab Zera was when he was in Bavel. Rebbe Zera is when he was in Eretz Yisrael. It was the same person. Taisus says not like that, but that's what he says. So this is the Taina. The the, the Marabach says you're putting smicha and you call yourself Rab instead of Rebbe. So the Mariba Rav says, what? So he made a mistake? He made a big to-do out of this, like as if it's a Sefer Torah, that you make a bracha, bracha levatala, so it's missing a yud. But the Marabach said, no, I'm telling you it was a remez. It's not just any mistake. It's a big mistake. It's the whole difference between Rav and Rebbe. It wasn't uh, for nothing. The cipher by mistake had a little nevuah from Shemayim. And this simon is a sign. That this smicha the Mari by Rav is giving is only to be called Rav. Like what? Just like in Chutzlaret. That there's a custom now. These are all what we call Ashkenazim, as the Sosasvardim. The Ashkenazim, the French, and the Italians, they were all Ashkenaz, that when they gave what we today even call smicha, you're called a Rav. But Veloili Kari Rebbe, but not to be called Rebbe, Lodun Dine Knosis Kasmichas Eretz Yisrael. So he says the cipher's mistake is a sign from Shamayim that the most you're becoming is Rav, but you're not becoming Rebbe. Now, in the Psicha, in the preface to his Sefer, his Kuntras called Smicha Zikainim, which is the back and forth between him and the Maribe Rav, he says, why am I calling it Smicha Zikainim? He says a few reasons. Number one, because that's the topic about the Smicha Zikainim. Number two, there's another Smicha Zikainim, and that is when the Zikainim, and there's a Parhelim Dover Shal a carbon that's brought by the Ketzibur, they, the Zikainim, the Pasuk says, they do Smicha of a carbon on it. So he says, so what Shaykh is? He says, because I want to say that just like nowadays you can't do that smicha because there's no carbonus, this smicha zakeinim also you can't do because we can't have smicha bizman hazeh. 
A third reason I call this smicha zikainim, he says, because Klai Yisrael relies, smicha zolashan of reliance, a reliance on the zikainim, the Sanhedrin, to make the yamim taivim, when Rish is. And we say, even if they make a mistake, we go with them. He says, but there's a problem. There's going to make a lot of problems here if there's a Sanhedrin based on the Svaras of the Rambam and the Ramban. There's whole machlaik is Rambam and the Ramban. When there is a Sanhedrin, do you have to be, do you have to make Rishchidosh only through witnesses? Could you use Cheshbin? And there's a big machlaik is Rishayinim. And this can make big problems. We don't know how to paskin. And, and the Sanhedrin is going to be saying one way and then and Klai is going to be saying a different way. It's going to make big problems. So smicha sekenim, because there's such reliance on the Sanhedrin, I have to go through to show we can't do this. And the fourth reason he writes is because I'm asking the Zekenim, the Chachme Hadar of the generation to be Saimech on my Torah to see, to lean on my Torah and see if they agree with me. And if they do, so I'm, my reliance is on the Zekenim. I'm relying on the Zekenim. Again, I'm not sure, but I'm relying. His Lush is Lismech Yodam al Tairasi to lean their hands on my Torah to see if they agree with me. Those are the four reasons he gives, and at the end he says, and another reason. The first ones he named, one, two, three, four, and then he said, Oid. Another reason he says, because my name is in there, and it's brought down, he brings, uh, it's brought down that you're supposed to have, I think from the Rekach he brings, that, yeah, from the Rekach, that your name should be Marumas in the Shema Sefer. So he says, Levi ben Chaviv, in Mispar Katim, if you just use uh, individual numbers, is 39, is the same as Smicha Zikainim without the last two. Um, words, the letters Yud Mem. In other words, if you take out Zakainim, just Zakain, so Smicha Zakain is also 39. So, what about the Yud and the Mem, which is the uh, the plural? He says an interesting thing. He says that's a remez to a Pasuk in Yeshaya, Parakhtes Pasuk Vav. Over there, the Pasuk says, Lamarba Hamisra. The Pasuk says, has a, has a Mem that should be a Mem Sophis, an end of Mem, in the middle of the word. And in the Pasuk, Chaymas Yerushalayim, Yerushalayim, at the end, Mem should be a, a Mem Sofisa, and the Mem, and has a regular Mem. So the Radak brings over there a Jrasha, and the Lashon of the, of the Marbach is Amru Chazal, it's a Remes. The Cholzman Shechaymis Yerushalayim Prutzim, the Cholzman, the walls of Yerushalayim, that Mem at the end, instead of being closed, like an end Mem, is open, is Prutzim, Hamisra, which is the, the uh, leadership, Who's stuma? The mem in Misra is closed because no one who netula mimenu it's taken away. It you can't get in. So therefore, but so kolzman is chobrin yushalayim. There's no this leadership. So that's he's saying a remnant to the Sanhedrin. We can't have Sanhedrin if there's no yushalayim. If there's no yushalayim is bechorbanai. And he continues and he says and that's the yud. What's the yud and the mem? The mem is to show that, and the yud is the yud of Rebbe that I said before, that makes someone having smicha rebbe, that yud is together with the mem to show that just like the mem is not in its proper place until Yerushalayim is, is back rebuilt, so too the yud of rebbe of smicha won't be brought back either. It's a remez that smicha can't be brought back. Now at the end of the kunches he says, I thank Hashem that I was sitting in Mikavad Umayla, I was sitting in Saloniki, with the G'dayl Eitzel HaTayra, Be'ir HaG'dayla Lekim Saloniki. And I thank Hashem that I decided for some reason to leave. It's been 14 years now. If you make a Cheshman, this was here in the Reish Tzadi Ches, this was in 1538, so 14 years earlier, we'll make it 1524. There had been part of our original Cheshbain is when he came to Yerushalayim the first time. 
And he says, Hashem gave me this chus in two very major things. Number one, Bisman Bisuras Hashoitim Daivreshkarim. In the time of the of the um, the news or the Basura the of the Shaitim, those who say lies, it sounds like some type of Mashiach Shekhar that came to Yerushalayim. He says, if I wouldn't have been here in Yerushalayim, all the Jews would have been totally gone from Yerushalayim. But Charva Mikala Yehudim, they wouldn't even have a minion. Kimafursum like is well known. I'm not sure if anyone knows what the story is, but that's what he writes. So he saved them from some type of Shaitim Doivre Shkarim, which sounds like a Mashiach Shekhar. And the second thing is, Hashem gave me this chus, that I was the, I was the reason, the smicha issue should not come to reality. I should be zoicha, that I should be here and be found here, when the true smicha um, actually happens, when the Mashiach comes. Now just to talk a little bit more about his godless, he, had, he understood um, math and he understood um, astrology, astronomy, in his Biurim to the Rambam on Hilchas Kiddush HaChaydish. If you open up a Rambam's man in Hilchas Kiddush HaChaydish, and this one side is the Mefarish, the one who explains, and the other side is Anun Chaviv, Ibn Chaviv, that's our Marbach, that's Rav Levi Ibn Chaviv. And in Parakid Beis, Halacha Beis over there, he writes, Azkir, he says, Bechachma Zois, this Chachma of astronomy, Loizachisi Lumidavir Melanda, I didn't learn it from my teachers. Kim, um, me, um, he says, I learned it only from some, some svarim, from some svarim I learned. And even that, I didn't have a lot of time. Kim the time I took for myself, and I took off the masa terech I have such this, this uh, load on my, on, my, on my shoulders of dealing with the of dealing with the people. I had some extra time, so I learned a little bit of the math and the astronomy. But, um, I, you know, I, I don't really know it so well. But when you read through over there what he knew, he was brilliant in it. Another thing about him, in Shuvas Allah Yaakov Kufya Gimli says, Umeir Ani Allah, he says, I made on myself, I have in my house a Sefer Torah, Ksivas Yad, written by the hand of Arava Goyen Marbach, that he wrote it for himself. And his grandchildren didn't have money and they sold it to me. So he wrote the Sefer Torah. So not only does he, in the Simen Aleph, as we mentioned before, he handles in Hilchas, uh, in Icy Ice, but he actually wrote a Sefer Torah himself. In Simon Kuf Chavdalid, there was a whole story about a, a couple that was always fighting in a Shiloh with a get. Uh, this couple was, it's, it's, uh, I know it's late, but it's just, uh, you know, things don't change, unfortunately. Or, you know, they were, he says it was well known that they used to fight each other, he used to hit her, and, but they never got divorced. And they didn't get divorced because they had a lot of money. And one was waiting, each one was waiting for the other one to die and hopefully be Irish the money. But then there was a Gnev and they lost all their money, so that's when they decided to get divorced. So he writes about there, he says, This is what I did. I was my learning many times to try to get them to get divorced. And I couldn't do it. That was the reason, because they didn't want to get divorced until then they lost all their money and then they wanted to get divorced. Now, when it comes to Kabbalah and Simon Ches, he writes, I, I never, I was not Zoycha to this Chachma of Kabbalah. Kabbalah, you can't learn yourself. You have to accept it from a Rebbe who accepted it from someone else. And he writes, That's why it's called Kabbalah, because you can't learn it on your own. You have to receive it. He says, and nowadays, there's not so many people who are Bikiyam uh, in it. He says, but in this prat, in this detail, that I was able to understand from some Svarim, and he talks about it.
In Kuf Lamed Gimel, we mentioned before in this Shuva to the Mabit, he says, Yada, the Mabit didn't know, that his question that I guess the Mabit um, dismissed, he says this was a question that the Chachmei O'Emes, the Kabbalah, Mekubalim had. Now it's not clear exactly when he was Nifter, as we don't know much about his anything, about the dates of his life, but then take, say for Tikkun Yisachar, Yisachar, they bring a Minigu Shalayim, that when they had two or three Sifrei Torah, in the last Sifrei Torah, so first the Gadol would get the last Aliyah, they would say Kaddish, and then the Mafter would come and read again what the last person lane. So they would lane from that last Sefer Torah twice, the Gadol and then the Mafter. And he says this, the Tikkun Yisachar says, they asked one of the Chazanim and he says, this has been the Minig from the days of Mereinu HaRabach, he was a Dayan for about 20 years. So now, if we said before, the Rabach said he was 14 years in Yerushalayim till the Smicha thing. So that means to say he came to Yerushalayim, as we said, in about 1524. So add 20 years, 1544 Ba'arech, if he was a Dayan for 20, 20 years. Uh, just one more thing in that Sefer Tikkun Yisachar he brings from the Marabach on Simchas Torah. He says when everyone gets aliyahs, so what they used to do for kids is they would take four or five kids, he says ages six or seven, bring them together to the Sefer Torah. One of them would make the bracha for all of them and the other ones would be quiet. Almost like our Kal Anarim, but a little different. He says this is the Minig in Tzvas in Yerushalayim. It's vast, and in Yerushalayim we did it b'fnei Moiri HaRabach. So many of these Minhagi Yerushalayim came from the Marabach. This is the Marabach, Rav Leibi Ibn Chaviv, who made his mark in the world as the Bar Plukta, the one who um, was successful in preventing smicha in Klai Yisrael. Like he himself says, thank you to Hashem, these two big things that I accomplished by leaving the riches of Saloniki and coming to the poverty of Yerushalayim. Have a wonderful day, everybody, and call Tov.